welcome to Moments in Time and Space, a microfiction podcast, bringing you tales of horror and suspense with your host, Aaron Miracle. Hello everyone. Henderson and Davis view themselves as big game hunters. They use their wealth to travel the world to hunt exotic game for pleasure and sport. They feel immune from the consequence of their actions. After all, they are on top of the food chain. Henderson's hiking boots crushed the dry grass of Savannah as he carefully made his way into the game sanctuary. His companion Davis followed and dabbed his forehead with a white handkerchief. Both men were dressed from head to toe in khaki hunting gear and each carried a rifle slung over one shoulder. There's still time to turn it back, Henderson, Davis said. Turn back? When I was so close to begging a trophy I've been waiting years for? Henderson asked incredulously. Perhaps we could try another time and place to get your trophy. This is a game sanctuary after all. The fact this area is a game sanctuary makes it the perfect time and place to beg my trophy. Davis stopped walking. Henderson, please reconsider. There was a tinge of fear in his companion's voice. Henderson stopped and glanced over his shoulder at Davis. Why so hesitant, Davis? This is quite unlike you. Davis wiped his face with his now soiled handkerchief and tucked it away. Remember the guide back at the lodge? Her warning that we should not hunt here is weighing heavily on my mind. Henderson laughed. It is not like you to listen to the chatter of commoners, Davis. You know that our wealth and influence will protect us from any consequences. It is not the legal consequences that I'm worried about. It was the guide's tone that has set me on edge. Her tone? When she spoke of the gaming sanctuary, the guy told us that the area was off-limits. The elders of her village warned that tragedy would befall anyone who hunted there. She sounded genuinely frightened when she mentioned that. Henderson rolled his eyes. You're concerned over the words of a frightened guide? Come now, Davis. We are men of the world. Folklore and village tales are nothing more than stories meant to scare young children into behaving. His companion lowered his head and said nothing, rubbing his hands together like a nervous toddler. Well... I did not come all this way to miss the chance to take down a lion. If you want to go back to camp because some words that a local told you are making you scared, you are more than welcome, Henderson said, and he hefted his rifle. I am going to shoot myself a lion. As Henderson began to move forward once more, he could hear Davis falling in behind him. The duo walked in silence for several minutes, heading towards an area that was known to be where the lion sought shelter from the midday sun. When a squat rock formation appeared in the distance, Henderson stopped and reached for a pair of binoculars that hung at his side. He peered through the eyepieces and focused on the rock formation. In its shadow rested several large lions, lounging to escape the sun. On top of one of the large rocks was a magnificent male. The beast was easily over 300 pounds, and its mane was thick. Henderson smiled as he pitched himself kneeling next to the beast as he posed for a picture. Davis, make yourself useful and act as my spotter, Henderson ordered and handed the binoculars to his companion. There's a male on one of the larger rocks on the right. That's what I'll be going for. Watch I put a shot right through his heart. Davis took the binoculars and focused them on the location Henderson described. He found the large male and watched the beast lay on the rock, surveying its pride. He could hear Henderson unslinging his rifle and hoisting it to a firing position. A single shot rang out, and the large male did not even flinch. There was no sign that the bullet even found its mark on the beast or even the area surrounding it. That was a clean miss, old man, Davis said as he kept his eyes on the lion. Not like you to miss a shot. Henderson only offered a soft groan as a reply. This was followed by the sound of something large hitting the ground. Davis lowered the binoculars and saw Henderson laying on his back in the long, dry grass. Blood was spreading across the front of his companion's khaki shirt, spilling from a bullet hole in the middle of his chest.
Pride comes before a fall. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Twitter at Moments in TAS. Feel free to recommend this podcast to others and help it grow. The opening and closing theme is Creepy Night by Daniel Carlton. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be well. See you soon.